Hello, hello, here's Aggie again coming to you from Broadcast Team Alpha on 44 different platforms around the world. And um, if you are watching us on YouTube now, that is the absolute best way to watch our shows because there you can also participate on the right side in the chat room. You can ask questions and you can participate and we may be able to answer you. And also, if you can connect with us, if you like, through broadcastteamalpha.com, you can ask us questions or comments, and we will be able to answer you. And also, if you like what you hear tonight, the super chat is open, and we love it if you also can support us there so we can create more and better videos for you. Now, I want to take you out of the box tonight, way out into the wilderness of the mind. There's a strange world out there. Things happen that should not happen according to the laws of physics, but it does. And the handlers of the world, you know, the psychopaths at the top of the food chain in the governments, they are very good at keeping us in our own prison of the mind. And uh, some of you that is watching this one, you are trying to break out of that prison. And I commend you for it because this is what we need to do. Let me ask you a question. Could it be that there are more than one of you out there, two, maybe three, four, five, or more? Could it be? Could it be that there could be other others of you in parallel universes, parallel timelines, parallel existences? See, the thing is that if we, um, if we listen to quantum mechanics and watch the formulas and equations on the blackboard, everything is explainable, especially when it comes to the different timelines and the different universes, when it comes to the many worlds theory. It is actually there's done some experimentation on that, and they think they pretty much have it proven. And I am going along with that theory because I've seen some things that kind of proves it. They're saying that there are an infinite amount of universes out there, or timelines going from the present into the future or from the past, paralleling yourself in this existence going into the future. And you are in every one of them. Wow. You create those new timelines by the way you think and your actions in the present. And your actions in the present, in the past, create the parallel timelines that you have 
now. So um, with all the realities out there, they seem to sometimes, maybe not always, but sometimes interact with each other. And that can get complicated because things can get mixed up. And that actually could explain why a man showed up at the airport in Tokyo in 1954 with a passport from a country that does not exist. He didn't know. He was very confused when the uh, customs personnel said, wait a minute, you're from a place that doesn't exist? Well, they were totally confused. And uh, <clears throat> this guy's name was uh, Jan Sanfer Berodrik from a country of Tarid. Now, the custom agents, they were, they didn't know what to do with this. They, here's a man standing in front of them with a, I mean, a passport from a country that doesn't exist. They had a lot of questions. They asked him, what's your date of birth? And he told them that coincided with a passport. And they asked him, where are you from? And he told them from Taurid. Well, that coincided with a passport. And they asked him several other questions and it kind of makes sense. And then they showed him a map and they said, could you point to the place where this country of Taurid is? And he did point it right to it. <clears throat> but the name of the country that he pointed to was Andorra. That country, Andorra, is squeezed into the Pyrenean Mountains between Spain and France. It's a very old, old country. And uh, the guy, he, uh, he thought this is a joke. And he told them, I don't like your joke. Uh, this is not good at all. He was very upset. He got angry. He said, hey, Taurid has been around for over a thousand years. You should know that. And he also told them, I have traveled through this airport twice last month. Look here. I have stamps in my passport showing I've been here twice before this month. And they looked at it. And yes, he did. He had stamps in his passport showing he had been here twice that month. This got complicated. So uh, these stamps, they kind of confirmed some of what he said. But they didn't understand because the country didn't exist. But he made it through the airport. So he also had some currencies with him, some currencies from France, from Spain, from Italy, and uh, Russian rubles. And uh, then there were currencies from a country called 
Tarid. Now this confused them even more. So since they didn't know what to do, they just couldn't let him go. They they confiscated or you know kept his uh, passport and the currencies, and then they sequestered him in a hotel room overnight because they needed to investigate a little more. He was in the hotel room. They put some guards outside. He couldn't leave. He was way up in the uh, in the uh, floors on the hotel, so he couldn't get out the window. And overnight, he was there overnight. In the morning, the guards, they tried to contact him. When they got into the room, everything was spotless, like nobody had been there. And he was gone. He was no longer there. And what also turned out a little strange was that all his belongings that they confiscated at the airport was also gone. And those belongings at the airport was kept in a locked cabinet overnight. So um, they didn't know what to do. The two guards, they got blamed for that they let him go. But they explained that, look here, we were standing right here. We were right here all night. Nobody entered the room. But he was gone in the morning. Now, this is a very well-documented story. And uh, the thing about it is that there is more stories like this. And what happens a lot of times when those stories happens to us, the first thing we do, we try to explain it away, like, Oh, no, I, I didn't understand that right. That that didn't happen. Oh, no, I, I didn't see that. Uh, it was something else. Because it couldn't have been. We try to protect our paradigm so it doesn't burst open. Because our paradigm makes us comfortable. We don't really want to step into the fringes of the mind and accept that there are things we cannot explain. Because when we do, we ruffle our paradigm a little bit. I have had things like that happen. And I was uh, probably ignorant enough or maybe foresighted enough not to try to explain it away. I took it as an experience. What I couldn't explain, I filed it away and maybe it will make sense later. So what I would say to the people listening to this one is that when things happen that you cannot explain, don't deny it. Take it as an experience, even if it makes absolutely no sense in the moment right now. File it away. When you grow 
to higher consciousness and better understanding of your universe, that thing you filed away will make sense. You will start to understand what happened. Because that is part of our growth to higher consciousness. So we can graduate out of this existence as we are having here. Did you notice that I didn't say this life we have here? Because we are not living a life, we are living an existence. Because if it is a holographic existence, a hologram is a projection of something that is real. So we are in the hologram, that makes it a hologram and not life, but it is still an existence. The spiritual part of us has been entered into the holographic existence and are experiencing through us so it can also grow and attain a higher consciousness. And I like people to think about this. Whenever something happens, you cannot explain. Take it for what it is. Don't try to explain it away. It is your experience and hang on to it. It will make sense later. So, I think that'll do it for this time, and we will see you in the next video.